What's up, y'all? It's Be Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. So, after my last episode, the Bulls went into a slump, including a 37-point ass-kicking, I'm sorry, a 42-point ass-kicking to the Golden State Warriors, which was to be expected. So no one's really tripping about that. However, 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 people have been ranting and raving about the Lakers losing about 37 points to Denver. And the funniest thing about this is, it's not so funny now that it's, now that this is happening to these Lakers. These Lakers. However, when the Lakers were losing about 37 points and more, when Kobe was there, it was all belly and uterus last to Lehova witnesses. Now that Lehi is on the team, and they're being called out for piss poor effort, suddenly it's a problem. Magic pretty much went on the air and said the Lakers and Genie Bus deserve better. And they fucking do. Because I was told when someone got there that them losing big by this many points or that many points was going to be a thing of the past how we needed to embrace him. Now, three years later, those same motherfuckers ain't telling me shit. Because this ain't nothing that I haven't seen before. Russell Westbrook throwing up bricks like Nick Young and Swag... Swaggy Penis. Like Swaggy Penis, D'Lo, Clarkson and them would throw up bricks every night. So that ain't nothing new. Dwight Howard getting bottomed out every night. That ain't nothing new. His first and second sense with the, with the Lakers. Injuries to AD. That's nothing new. And them not showing up every single game. It's like those four fucking wins that they got in a row didn't even happen. Because the losses are a bigger fucking deal than the wins are. So honestly and truly, I don't have a fuck to give them, nor do I have any sympathy for them especially Lahova Witnesses, who thought it was just so fucking funny to laugh at Kobe when this was him on the losing end. He was told to deal with it and suck it up. Well, guess what? This is what the fuck you need to do, Lahem. You need to deal with it and suck up all the losing you fucking doing because you don't give a fuck about nothing but padding your stats, making sure that your records are broken, and as long as that happens, you're perfectly okay. The Russell Westbrook's nonchalant-ass attitude... Yeah, you're real. I get that. However, when you show that you are absolutely nonchalant about you not playing well, then what's the challenge that people have to say about you when you play poorly? What does that say about you as a player? And what does that say about your drive to win? Because if you were really about that fucking life, you would be in the gym making trouble, trying, I'm sorry, because if you didn't empty gym, it wouldn't work. However, if you were really about that work and you were really... Like, really, really about Kobe's mentality, you would have your ass in the gym. Fucking shooting foul shots, shooting jump shots until your arms were fucking tired. You wouldn't be so fucking dismissive if Kobe was here. And I know that for a fact. Kobe would tell you himself that you ain't playing playing worth a shit. He'll t- he tell, he tell the entire Lakers team that they ain't worth a damn. So both the Lakers and Clippers are in the seventh seed, and neither one of them have room to say shit to each other. Both of you bitches are on shallow fucking ground. So there is no battle for LA because both of you are equally sucking. Pretty much you're 69er right now. Both of you niggas are 69er right now in the West. And granted, I don't give a fuck about the Clippers at all. But the Lakers, I still rep my fucking team regardless of who was there. Regardless of what's going on, the more shit y'all talk, the harder I'm going to rep and the louder I'm going to be. But... (laughs) 
As expected, nobody will dare approach Be Dangerous about shit the Lakers do. Because they can talk real big shit on their, t- on their pages. They can talk real big shit over here, over there. But please, try your luck with the real one. Try your luck with a real one and see what I'm going to say. Because a lot of people don't want to smoke with me. Especially on my Facebook page. I say what I say about the games and I just sit there and I wait. I sit there and I wait just to see what someone is going to say or not say. And usually I'll get a couple of reactions on, on the post. When it comes to actually talking to me, there is nothing to say because they already know. I know their playbook. I know the shade. And trust me, more than you could ever imagine, I bask in the losses. Especially with this Laker team. Because all the hoopla and bullshit that I heard when LeBron came, I'm sorry, when the twat came to the Lakers, I don't want y'all to tell me shit about nothing. Because all the shit y'all should be, all the shit that y'all talked the Kings should be backing up everything. We shouldn't be losing by fucking 37 points. Hell, that's a good night. Because before it used to be 40 plus points a damn night. And the funniest thing is, Bulls fans are kind of humbled now. They're kind of humbled now because Zach is hurt. He has a very minor knee injury and stuff like that. And they lost the last couple of games, including the 37 point, wait, 42 point loss to the Warriors. So now the, all that all that yapping that they were doing is kind of quieted down. It's like, listen, be humble. I get it. The Bulls have been the best they've ever been in fucking years, okay? I understand that. But when you yap, yap, yap about the Lakers, and then your team ends up losing like the last, what, three games? The way that they have? Hell, it might be even four games. I got to go look myself, but just remember... As fast as you have gotten to the number one seed in the wet in the East, it could be snatched the fuck away with your losing and playing like this. So just remember where you were a couple of seasons ago, because child, y'all were on shallow ground with the Lakers, so nobody can talk to me about shit. I was there with the Bulls as well. So remember, be humble. As fast as you rose is how fast you could come down with, with a, within a blink of an eye. So don't think the shit is going to last for fucking ever. Don't think that you'll still be at the number one spot because there are plenty of teams that are willing to come in to take your spot. So if y'all keep playing like lack of day seal bitches, you will end up getting your top spot taken from you. And the losing, losing consecutive games can't happen like this. Especially when you're the number one seed. I had this attitude when the Lakers were the number one seed. So trust, the attitude has not changed whatsoever. But, Zach can get healthy, and that he's still able to play up to his full potential. Because, of course, Zach Levine has been balling this year. So DeRozan, not so small balls, has been balling. He's finally settled into the pro game, which I expected him to do in the first damn place. I'm proud of the Bulls, but Bulls fans, be humble. Because you know I can pull up the receipts. And you know, like I said, I have a lot of friends that are Bulls fans. So nobody can t- tell me shit. People can say what they say. Well, I said what the fuck I said. Get at me. Ugh. Yeah, it's been a couple of days since I did a show. I'm assuming that Mike is better now. He had COVID, okay? My boy Mike had COVID. And I believe he's a lot better now and he's able to do the show. But we'll we'll see what happens when it comes to doing on the mic on the mic with Mike this week. I'll definitely let you guys know that. And this show might end up being a little bit um 
So, oh shit. Wild card games are on today. We had the Buccaneers beat the Eagles. Of course, the Brady Bunch Part 2 will reign supreme, as they always do. So the NFL world can sleep well at night because Tom Brady actually won a fucking game. Come on, come on, come on. Ah, almost fucking forgot. The Buffalo Bills blew out the Patriots 47-17. to which was absolutely satisfying as hell. I didn't expect the Bulls to whoop their asses that badly. But I didn't expect the Patriots to not show up in this game. The, not the mighty Bill Belichick. Oh, no. When the hood comes on the field, everybody shakes in fear. But in this game, the Bulls are... Bulls. The Bills are using their Super Bowl hopeful dreams from the 90s to come to fruition today. So we'll see who the Bills face next. Like I said, the Eagles face Eagles face the Buccaneers. Then we got Kansas City and the Steelers. And right now, the 49ers are on top of the Cowboys. 13 to 0. And it's nine and nine minutes and 40 seconds in the second quarter. Then you got the Cardinals and the Rams playing at 815 tonight. And the fucking Cincinnati Bengals won against the Las Vegas Raiders. That's shocking because they actually won a quote-unquote playoff game. So the Bengals finally have something to chew on. and probably suck the bone marrow out of it just like, they, just like any Ohio team would. And yeah, I had to milk this a little bit because I'm like, yo, this episode is only 8 minutes long. I got to get a little bit more out so I can get to at least 10, 10 minutes. So I definitely have done that. I thank you guys so very much for your support over and over again. Thank you for your love on the show, and I'll keep doing shows for you guys, and I'll try to be more consistent because this week has been pretty damn busy for me. But I'm going to leave things right here, and you guys have a good day.